I just always was excited about how you can engage kids with technology and how they can learn through technology as well as um, the strategies that teachers can use to teach and also how they can show what they're learning. With everything that's gone on with COVID and the pandemic and how quickly education has changed, right? Overnight with utilizing online technology, where do you see education going? We are very fortunate in Ladue to give every child a device, but if we're just using those devices just for testing, just for uh, apps to uh, read a book on, and not actually utilizing those resources where the, our students are active users of technology. I think that's where that equity piece walks comes into the picture. Welcome to the See, Serve, Connect podcast. This podcast will serve to support our students and staff by promoting the wonderful things happening in our Ladue School District, by discussing public school education in today's times, and by engaging our community. The See, Serve, Connect podcast starts now with your host, Ladue School's Superintendent, Dr. Jim Whipke. Hello, Ladue Schools community. This is Jim Whipke, your superintendent, and we are here for another episode of See, Serve, Connect podcast. Boy, we have a special show for you tonight, uh, and we have an awesome guest that I'm going to introduce, but I want to welcome everybody here to our podcast, and thank you again for listening. Uh, we have an individual here who goes beyond just being our, one of our tech specialists, uh, and I want to I read to you, before I even tell you who it is, I just want to read to you a little bit about what she does that goes and surpasses just being a tech specialist at Obama. So, so we have an individual here that's a nationally recognized speaker who was a keynote at the world's largest ed tech conference in 2018, uh, which was SD. Uh, you're also an Apple distinguished educator, among other things. Uh, we are going to talk about those things and more, but without further ado, let me introduce Patricia Brown, who is a tech specialist extraordinaire in our district. And not only are you that, Patricia, you are our Excellence in Education Award winner for the month of February, and you'll be recognized at our board meeting on February 22nd. So uh, with all that being said, thank you for taking the time to sit down with us and talk to us a little bit in our C-Serve and Connect podcast. So welcome here, uh, Patricia. Thank you so much. I am so honored. I, I really appreciate this opportunity. We just are going to have some fun and just kind of talk to us. But before we get into like your accomplishments, do you mind just sharing a little bit of your background? How did you get to this point in time in your in your career? Uh, we rely on you so much here at Ladue beyond just Old Bonham. And I know they love you there, but we are relying on you across our district. And you and I actually, ironically, had a great conversation yesterday as you were helping out at, at Conway. So can you just tell us a little bit about how you got to this point in time in your career? Well, I have to say, teaching was not something that I ever wanted to do. I know that's probably probably something that most people don't say that are teachers, but my mom was a teacher. And uh, I remember growing up and we would help her a lot in her classroom. And she she worked in an old building. And so we would it would be like three flights of stairs that you had to walk up. And she we would help her carry her things and do bulletin boards. And I said, I do not want to do this. And I, But I also remember the things that my mom was able to, well, how she was able to connect with kids 
And so I love that aspect of it, but I just was like, ah, I don't know. But I remember being in college and I knew I wanted to study um, something that had to do with technology. When I was about nine years old, my grandmother bought me a Magnavox computer. And that was something that most parents and grandparents were not doing at that time. And so I initially just really became just engaged with that. And so when I was in college, I went to Tennessee State University and I majored in business information systems. So for me, I was going to go into the corporate business information uh, world and, and do that. But then my sophomore year or junior year, they introduced a program called business information systems with secondary education. So you had opportunity to teach business ed courses and computer courses to kids. And I said, oh, okay, well, that, that sounds interesting. So I stayed an extra semester, got my um, teaching certificate in that, and I taught middle and high school computer applications for nine years. Wow. And then I transitioned into elementary. So I left the classroom um, now 11 years ago and has have been working in Ladue ever since with still incorporating technology, but working with the little kids, um, which was quite a transition at first, but I love it. And um, from there, I just always was excited about how you can engage kids with technology and how they can learn through technology as well as um, the strategies that teachers can use to teach and also how they can show what they're learning through technology. So that has always been my inspiration. So I just work really hard at making sure that I understand and, and I'm aware of the latest and greatest and best things that are available for students and teachers. And that's just how I, I operate, how, how I um, keep, it, keep it going, keep it moving. Yeah, you know, that, that it's so interesting to me when I interview great, great individuals like yourself and I hear some of the background that you have, it really helps not only define who you are, but what you do, right? And so, you know, when I was transitioning, and I think I've shared this with you, but when I was transitioning in as superintendent, everybody said, you got to meet Patricia Brown, you got to meet Patricia Brown. <laughs> oh my gosh, wait till you meet her. All the things that she do, she does. And that was a craziness of transitioning as superintendent. I think our paths crossed a couple of times, but I didn't really have a chance to sit down and chat with you until you were doing a, a, a school-wide technology night at Obanum. And now I understand, right? So you have that experience from your mom, uh, but we can even go farther back. Who would have known you get a Magnavox computer, right? That's given to you and it propels you in who you are today. What a great lesson for like all of us as educators the, the huge impact that something like that had on you. And then you're, you're working with your mom, but I have seen you just integrate the technology piece so well with the education piece with things like that, that, that the technology night that you were running uh, when I got to walk up and down the halls at Obanum. So talk to me a little bit more about just your outlook on utilizing technology, but not as the end all answer, but utilizing technology as a, as a tool really to, help kids learn and become everything that they can can become yeah um absolutely i love the engagement that happens when the technology is there now mind you it's not technology in isolation or just a fun activity or just you know something that has nothing to do with the content i think when you're able to connect the content connect that um the tool, which is technology, and also allow it to be inspirational for the students where they can create, they can connect, 
basically those four C's, I think that's when the, the beauty of that technology integration happens. Um, a lot of times um, when people are utilizing technology, especially in recent times, um, all the things that have happened with um, COVID and you know, all the things that we already know, um, we've had to look at technology in a different way. And we had to look at it as a way that not only is a way for us to connect with each other, but also engage our kids. Um, so we, in Ladue, we're, we're so blessed to have all of the, the iPads and the MacBooks and all of those things. But if we're just utilizing that technology to um, have kids, um, do drill and practice or testing and not really tapping into the potential that kids can create and produce and publish. And that's why it was so important for me to have that STEM innovation night for um, our school because I wanted people to see the possibilities. What can you do with the technology? What can you create with technology? What kind of careers and opportunities are available for students? Just um, when we're looking at now, um, what the future looks like, you know, it's not going to be what what we what it is now. So we have to be able to prepare our kids for that future, and all of that is going to happen um, when we're able to let them just be who they are and also utilize the technology in innovative ways. Totally, totally agree with that a hundred percent. So I'm going to ask you uh, to do me to do me a favor. You know, get out that crystal ball, right? Uh, and look into your crystal ball with your expertise. And, and this is a, probably a difficult question. Uh, I know it would be for me. Uh, but when you look in that crystal ball with everything that's gone on with COVID and the pandemic and how quickly education has changed, right, uh, overnight with us- utilizing online technology, with utilizing Zoom to deliver that online uh, curriculum, where do you see education going? You know, where, where, where do you see it if, if you're going to look down the road five, 10 years? Like you said, that's that's a really hard question um, because things, technology changes so quickly, so often. I think what we really have to look at is how we can empower our kids, how we can um, allow them to be lifelong learners. So it may not be just a textbook that we are teaching from, but it's a real world um uh, experience. And I, we're already seeing that now with like the Google expeditions where you're able to have those virtual field trips and go to places um, even in during COVID times. But I think it's about removing those four walls of our classrooms that we're so used to just being in and being in our safe space and actually reconnecting with the world. Um, and I know that we're going to have kids. It may not be that you go to school in, in the district that you live in. Maybe you go to school wherever they have a program that you're interested in. I don't know. But I do know technology is going to play a huge role in that. And I think right now we have to be on the cutting edge. And I think Ladue does a really good job of making sure that we stay on the cutting edge. But um, it's really hard to say. But I do know I feel as if students are going to have more of a say in what they're learning, um, what they are experiencing. And I think teachers are going to be more of those facilitators of learning where they're going to be engaging with the students and letting them lead um, as far as what they want to, to learn and achieve. So, so, so 
that 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 that's a great answer, and I love the fact that you're you breaking down the walls, right? And when you say breaking down the walls and 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 whatnot, you know what it it, it says to me. And again, I, I'm coming off of your wonderful presentation, and and for those of you listening, uh, last night you gave a presentation at the State of the Black Educators Symposium for 2021. You did an amazing job, uh, and I I thought it was awesome. Uh, we were so proud of you. Uh, that you were representing the Ledoux uh, at that symposium, right? Uh, and when I listen to you talk about breaking down the walls, um, I think about equal access, right? And that was that was a, that was a topic that was talked about. And now, really, literally at our fingertips, you have opportunities to go to the zoo, or you have opportunities to go. At, so access is there, right? So let, let's just say let's just say that make that assumption, which is all, never good to do. But let's just make the assumption access is there. The, the the key piece and the other part that I know you're passionate about because you are a leader in our diversity, equity, and inclusion as well. <clears throat> The sense of belonging, though, in a lot of situations is just as important, if not more important than access. So talk to me about your your work with uh, in our district with diversity, equity and inclusion uh, and in particular, your your efforts to help us all work together to create more of a sense of belonging that equates with the access, because we all know that here in Ladue, we're given a great education mm -hmm. to kids. But, you know, if, if kids don't feel like they belong, that great education falls at the wayside. So what is what is that? Uh, you know, I know I threw a lot at you. Yeah. But what, what does that say to you? Well, for me, um, as it relates to technology in particular with the access, yes, we are very fortunate in Ladue to give every child a device. But if we're just using those devices just for testing, just for uh, apps to uh, read a book on, and not actually utilizing those resources where the, our students are active users of technology, I think that's where that equity piece walks comes into the picture when you are just using technology in one way with your students. Allowing them to have that space and opportunity for me, that meant that I'm opening up the door of opportunity for students. So one thing that I um, really am passionate about is providing opportunities for underrepresented groups in STEM. And so um, a few years ago, after seeing the movie Hidden Figures, um, which I have to admit, um, I had my own internal bias about where I saw myself in STEM, where I saw myself in math. And it was kind of a thing that, you know, I dabbled a little bit into it, but uh, no, you know, that's really not my thing. But then after seeing that movie Hidden Figures, it kind of totally changed Great my world. Great changed my world. So from there, I decided I was going to create STEM Gems, which was a group of girls. Um, I was very intentional, which I think that is the main key in, in providing equity is being intentional. And so I sought out kids that look like me, um, kids from underrepresented groups, girls in particular, and we created a group. Um, um, one of the teachers, Ms. Crawford, she worked with me and when I asked her about it, she was like, sure, I, I love this, I'll, I'll jump in, I'll help. And so we would meet monthly. The kids wanted to meet every day, but we couldn't make that happen. So monthly we would, would come together, we would do STEM activities, I would bring in women of color, um, through, um, we would do it through a Zooming or a Skyping at that time, and they would talk about the careers in STEM. I had 
had girls from the high school who did a coding club and they would come in and they would do lessons with the girls. So it was just creating that space and opportunity. And then from there, on our science and innovation night, I spotlighted and highlighted those girls because I wanted people to see them as scientists, as um, mathematicians, as computer scientists, and put them in leadership roles. So for me, it was very intentional. Now, I did have some pushback because uh, some people didn't understand why that was important, but I had to remind them that, you know, it is not about equality, it's about equity and giving kids what they need. So I created this space with girls that look like um, each other, they could see each other, they could connect with one another. And I love to see, you know, more of that happening throughout the district where we're providing those opportunities. Because sometimes all a kid needs is that space, that opportunity, and someone saying, you can do this, specifically as it relates to STEM. Yeah, um, I'm going to so, throw one other thing in there, yeah. that space and that opportunity. But how about this too, a safe haven, mm-hmm. right? Uh, mm-hmm. And you provided that safe haven for the for those girls mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and not to play a, a pun on the movie, but so that they're not hidden, right? Absolutely. Uh, and Absolutely. they're out on the forefront like they should be uh, and being able to, to, to share all their special talents that they're able to bring to the table. That was an unbelievable answer. And that's why we've got to use you more at a district level than just hide you at Old Bonham. I know those Old Bonham people are going to be like, don't yeah, say I don't want to be a hidden figure. <laughs> yeah, we, need, we, need, we need to get you out on the, on the forefront of that because as you just said, you'd like to see it more at a district level. I, I sure would too. Yeah. Uh, without a doubt. It's no wonder, and I'm going to share a couple of things with you. It's no wonder, Patricia, that when we ask, you know, staff about you, not only do they rave about you, but they say you just have a unique ability uh, to relate to people, even from like kindergartners all the way up through adults. You have that ability to be able to relate. And if people listening to this podcast, you're just calm, right? You're just, you're just calm. Well, you know why? <laughs> do you know why? Tell me why. I have five boys. <laughs> oh, I was going to talk about that. Yeah, you have to be. Tell me. So a little I've, I've kind of mellowed out, but I've always kind of been a mellow person. But the kids really uh, make you just not get excited about everything all the time when they're bumping their heads and, and running That's around. Crazy. And yeah, five boys. <laughs> I've got four kids, one boy and three girls. And I mean, we're we're busy as all get out. So everybody listening, right? I just want to point this out, right? Here we have an all-star educator for us, raising five kids, uh, juggling all of this, running STEM gyms, uh, having STEM nights. I said technology night, but running STEM nights in, in buildings, having to help support uh, teachers uh, with all of the professional development around flipping your classroom to all of a sudden being online. Some of our teachers are not only online, they're also in person. I mean, you are wearing so many hats and and the, your ability to relate to everybody from those kindergartners all the way up to those adult adult learners, are, it's, it's just awesome. I know we're a little short on time, but I have a I have what I like to think of as a, as a fun activity, uh, but I'm gonna put you on the spot again, okay? Are you ready? <laughs> You're, you're ready. I could, I could tell. All right. So this is what we call one word, right? So I only have a couple of words that, that I've written down, but I, I, I give you a word and then I just want you to respond with only one word. All right. Okay. <laughs> deep breath. Right. We're, we're ready for this. All right? right. The first, the first word you're going to, it's going to be, it's going to be easy for you. Right. First word is technology. Uh, innovation. Yeah. Very good. All right. Second word, we talked a little bit about it. equity. Access. Awesome. Ladue. 
um, inspirational. Very good. All right, this may be the toughest one for you. <laughs> you. Hmm. Honored. Very good. Well, it has been my complete honor, Patricia, to not only interview you, but I say this with with all of the sincerity in my heart. It's my complete honor to be your superintendent. Uh, I know you may not need to hear this from me, but I'm just going to tell you, I'm so proud of you. Uh, and, and so proud to be a part of a district that that has uh, people like you in it that are fighting for the right things for the right reasons. Uh, and, uh, you know, when you talk about being child centered uh, and you always want to when we hire new teachers, right, we want their center, the, the center of the, the that teacher to be about kids. Uh, you so are. And thank you for all that you do each and every day. We're super proud of you, Patricia. Thank you. Thank you for all that you do and giving you're creating a space and opportunity for these things to happen. So I really appreciate that as well. Uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun. So thank you very much. All right. Well, yes. hey, Ledoux, Ledoux family, Ledoux community. This has been a phenomenal episode of C-Serve and Connect as we recognize Patricia Brown, uh, who again has so many accolades, but this has been a focus on who she is, what she does for us, what she fights for, and also just being that excellence in education award winner for us for the month of February. Again, we're going to celebrate you, Patricia, on February 22nd with the Board of Education. All right, everybody, you guys have a great rest of your day. Hey, make it a little do day. Take care. You've been listening to the See, Serve, Connect podcast, hosted by Dr. Jim Whipke, superintendent of the Ladue School District. You can watch this podcast on schooltube.com or listen to wherever podcasts are delivered. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.